0: This podcast contains discussion of mental health and may mention alcohol and drug use as well as suicide. Check the show notes for more information and links to relevant support services. Let's have a chat, an open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. They might not solve all the world's problems from this hot tub, but a good chat with a good mate is not a bad place to start. Welcome to another episode of No Pants, No Problems.
1: Welcome to another episode of No Pants, No Problems. I am
2: Lee. Welcome, Jeff. Thank you, sir. How are we this week?
1: Yeah, pretty good this week. As good as you kind of can be in the situation that we're still in, in Melbourne, unfortunately.
2: Flat as fuck, actually.
1: Yeah?
2: Yeah, pretty worn down. This is, feels like this uh, lockdown's not going away.
1: No. It's finally starting to take a...
2: Take a big toll on me. I actually miss people, which I never thought I'd say.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also hard. Like, you only like three people. So is it That's those wrong. three people you miss? Yeah, pretty or much, just people yeah. in
2: general? <laughs> I want to come over and hang out with you. I haven't seen Bear forever. Yeah. Start with Trish and Grace's here. I want to see Katie Lee.
1: Yeah. It's, um, it's an interesting one because it is still going even though we will likely have a plan for getting out of lockdown yeah. this weekend.
2: I was going to say the roadmap was supposed to be coming out today or tomorrow, I believe.
1: Sunday now it's said. Sunday. Okay. Yeah. So what that roadmap looks like, who knows? Mm.
2: How are you, mate? How are you going Uh Good. Yeah. yeah.
1: Actually. Well, it helps that the Bulldogs are in the grand final and that's that something, yeah, yeah. something exciting that's happening. Yeah. Um. We've painted the outside wall of the shop red, white, and blue. Oh, nice! So, yeah, that'll look cool. And yeah. um, it's got some decorations up in the shop as well. And being in West Footscray, yeah, uh, we're right in the middle of everything for bulldog supporters. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good. Um, but it is a shame that we can't be there. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking today, actually, one of the things that's I think made this lockdown tougher is hope. But not, Absolutely, yeah. There's not it's hope in this lockdown. Yeah. No. But, like, no. there's five of us that go to the footy regularly together. Shane yeah. and Scott have been going together for 25 years. I've been going with Shane for 15 years. Uh, yeah. And then we've been going with Connor and his dad. You know, they joined five or six years ago. So yeah. the five of us in June upgraded out of memberships to guarantee ourselves a seat at the grand final. Oh, no. Because... In June,
2: we were going to be out of lockdown. That was going to be
1: fine, yeah. Like life was back to normal in June. And so I think that's what has, you know, made this so much harder is people had plans. Like people might have gone, oh, yeah, I'll go away in the September school holidays rather than the July school holidays because it's nicer weather. We'll be out of lockdown a little bit longer. But no, it's actually worse. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah but that, then
2: yeah, the big thing for me, like i I've got like the stomach issues have been going pretty nuts. I've I've got a specialist appointment coming up. We're going to go to the camera in both ends, and Ooh. we spoke about it months ago, but it's actually starting to come to fruition now.
1: Yeah.
2: And um, yeah. So I'm 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 just worn down. I'm, I'm yeah. And there's yeah. nothing to look forward to. Like going to work is a highlight now.
3: Yeah and, that's and even
2: even that slowing down at the moment because it's been going on for so long this is like I'm actually starting to miss time as well and we're not affected by the lockdown like there's just not yeah. many people coming through so
1: well and I, yeah I think the longer and I've said it a few times I think the longer that it goes on the exponentially longer the recovery will be yeah definitely because we're starting to see people and businesses that haven't been affected up until now starting to be affected
2: yeah and i think uh, my my wife touched on it the other day she's got a certain level like she's always been an anxious person but her social anxiety is out of control at the moment like yeah she goes yep. to the supermarket yep. and there's more than you know like generally you know 100 people there that's a yeah. big crowd now you know we in the old days a thousand people could have been there and it would have been annoying but you get through it now it's like mm. Any more than, you know, the two people in an aisle, you start freaking out. Like,
1: Well, and there's that, but there's also, like, the thing of when we do go back to normal, like, it will have been 18 months since we've socialized. Yeah. And, you know, usually, like, you know, someone with our kinds of level of social anxiety, Mm -hmm. we, we do it little bit, little bit every now and again. In order to keep telling ourselves that we're not going to die every time we go to the pub to yeah. meet someone for dinner, exactly. or right. it would go into someone's house, is a safe yeah. thing. But if you haven't done it for eighteen months, there's going to be eighteen months of
2: buildup of anxiety. Yeah, it's going to come convince yourself that you can't go outside. Yeah, and I heard, someone I heard, a, I heard a thing the other day. Sorry to go off topic just yeah. a little bit. Not, not oh, it's not so really off topic at all. It's um, kids like. Kids, kids that have grown up in the last few years have, have been taught you can't go outside because people have germs and you'll get sick. Yep. I and, and can't go on the playground. Much, and that's pretty much their, their whole life is all they've known is this, I can't go near people or I'll get sick. Yep. So it's, um, like, that's a, that's it's a, a fundamental growth years for a lot of these kids is going to be...
1: Yeah. And it's off, a thing off, as well off. that... Um, a lot of these, like, it's really sad. we got a customer who's got, like, a two-year-old mm. and she has a very strong understanding of the playgrounds are closed. Yeah. And the pool is closed and childcare is closed. And, yeah. like, it's just sad that they're, like, kids that that's, age. That's, that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a thing for them. Yeah. And, yeah. like, these are, you know, going to... Childcare, other than obviously allowing the parents to go to work, mm. going to childcare is what gives kids the socialization skills.
2: Absolutely, yeah. And yeah. so
1: instead of going to childcare regularly, all they're meeting is mum and dad. Like this two-year-old, well, when child, when child cares were closed, the only people she was seeing was her mum and dad and me. Yeah, yeah. I'm like that's not good for two-year-old's yeah. development surely
2: and every even when she sees me i'm in a mask uncle lee for, for a coffee <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i'm the, just about one of the closest people in this kid's life <laughs> um so yeah there's going to be a lot I, of I, I'm things i'm not just
2: kidding <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: actually two years old not not mentality, yeah, mentality maturity Yeah, um, mm-hmm. there's going to be so much i think that Without, you know, we're trying to obviously make this podcast a positive thing, but there are a lot yeah, of things yeah. that we're not going to know the effects of until, you know, a year out of the lockdown yeah. and out of the pandemic.
2: Um, a year, maybe even, you know, five, six, for some of yeah. these issues to come to full full thing. Yeah. Fruition. Fruition. The that's work you're looking looking for. <laughs> I knew it was and, in there
1: somewhere. It is, you know, the government um, has announced a $21 million mental health funding package yeah. in the last couple of days, which I haven't looked at, um, which is great. But then, like, I think the state government's up to, like, $3 billion of business grants. Yeah. Right. So if you compare those two numbers, there's yeah. quite a gap. Um, yeah. In But also the mental health sector is already so seriously underfunded.
2: I, I, always, I always wonder with things like this, and I, I know this is my lack of business knowledge and stuff like that, but it's, we, we are doing our best to get the word out there and get the conversation going for men's mental health and you know, mental health in general, but more, more, yep. more focused on the, the blokes out there. Yeah. Um, if someone said, hey, great, really like what you're doing, here's a million dollars. What are we gonna? What would we do differently? Uh, it would just be more advertising, I guess, to get the word out there.
1: Well, we quit our jobs so that we wouldn't start every episode with "Oh fuck, I'm exhausted." That's true. <laughs> and then <laughs> I'm from exhausted
2: there, I played Xbox until two in the morning. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, from there, we might have uh, a little bit more impact because we'll be a little bit better with our words and things like that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's – I think it would be – there's so many, and I think this is the issue with funding mental health, is it's so – there's so much that's lacking yeah. Yeah. that if we put it out there to our listeners of, like, what do you think we should spend this million dollars on, you know, we've only got 20 listeners, but we'd probably yeah. have 18 different responses.
2: Ideas, yeah, for sure. Um,
1: yeah. And so – you know, I've got because I'm me. I've got yeah. a thousand ideas of where I think this podcast could grow into. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we just look at. And I haven't looked into the Vic government's uh, this twenty one million dollars yet in terms of what it's kind of earmarked for. But yeah. there'll be plans, and I assume there'll be application processes and yeah. consultation with the whole lot of. Key stakeholders, yeah. uh, Which unfortunately isn't us yet. No, not yet. We're not a key stakeholder in the mental health sector yet. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Someone gives us that million dollars, then we'll be right. Uh, So, ideas
2: and just drop some coins over the fence. We'd be happy.
1: Yeah, well, he wouldn't even notice if he dropped the coins over the fence, like they say about Bill Gates. It costs you more to stop and pick up the five dollar note than it does uh, to keep keep walking. which is a bit of a fallacy, but I won't get into the economics of how Bill Gates makes money. Um, (laughs) I I watched a video on it the other day about how it actually doesn't cost him money to stop because Bill Gates makes money while he's sleeping.
2: Sleeping. True. Yeah.
1: So like all of Bill Gates money at this point is passive income. So anyway, we're not an economics or a money-making or an entrepreneur podcast that'll come later on the odd (laughs) socks entertainment network hosted by myself, but uh, we are talking about the other important stuff. Yes. Jeez. Two Drinks Cinema, an Odd Socks Entertainment podcast. I'm Lee. And I'm Brett. We are two brothers reviewing movies. Two drinks at a time the old, the new, the classic, and the cult. We tick all the boxes, we bring you the news on the latest movie releases, and drunkenly review some of the best films of yesteryear. Find us on your favorite podcast platform, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Two Drink Cinema. Cheers.
2: Just hope we don't have any. That's my Yep. My biggest thing is like up until this lockdown, we were able to... We had something to work towards, you know? We were watching numbers come down on a screen. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we were working towards that, you know, the donut days and stuff like that. And now we've got... We have to convince half the population to do something they don't want to do before we're allowed to go out of our house. Yeah, I think... Yeah, as I, know, I said, I... I know a lot of people who are hundred percent against the vaccination, which makes it harder being on social media. Who are the people who are deciding not to get it are the ones of the reason we're not getting out of lockdown. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not.
1: Yeah, but I mean, but it's also, and I think, I think that's a part of it as well. I think is because you can see so clearly, like getting COVID when when we were relying on case numbers, getting COVID. Was not your fault. Yeah, like you just walked next to someone at Coles that had it. That's not your fault. Yeah, yeah. It's not your decision. Yeah, because that it's we need these vaccine numbers to get out, and it is someone's choice whether or not to get the vaccine. It's going to start turning, turning more people against each other.
2: Well, I I I work with a guy who's a very intelligent man and a very a, a good guy. Like I really like the guy's company and he's taking four weeks stress leave because the company hasn't told us we have to get vaccinated, but it's kind of getting to the yeah. point we deal with a lot of students. So it's in the best interest of everyone to be vaccinated. And that's the way they've worded it, not in do it or we're going to fire you. They haven't told us to go do yeah. it, but he's off on stress leave at the moment because he's, Feels like he's being pressured into this vaccination, which yeah. And I if think you're, that- if you're 100 against it, fine, cool. If you've done your research and you believe that's the case, then fine. But like we've said before, if you learnt it from a meme, yeah. <laughs> not a scientific journal, yeah. But
1: also, like, I just I, I don't want to get too political about. My views no. on the vaccine or the the mandating of the vaccine, but like, ordinarily, in your day to day life, you wouldn't know these things about people. Yeah. But can can you know, I ask you a question?
2: You can you can cut hmm. this or not? This is an actual question for you as a business owner. Would you ever mandate vaccinations, no. or you can't come in the shop?
1: Um, it's not, I feel like it's not going to be my decision as a business owner if people are allowed in the shop unvaccinated. I yeah. think the government's going to say you can only secret. go to cafes if you're vaccinated. Yeah. Which, um, I already feel awkward enough asking people about masks and asking people yeah. to check in, yeah. not because it's something that I disagree with, but.
2: It's if they have, if they're not wearing one, it could be a, a confrontation that's not necessary. Yeah, again. and by, a, by this by this stage we're a year and a half in. If you're not wearing a mask, you I know I, you have I, to I, wear. I, masks. Don't, I don't wear one. I don't wear one when I'm teaching because yeah. I have to talk, and you can't. Yeah, have, like it's hard enough to hear me anyway. As most people will point out, put a mask in front of that, you're not going to get much at all.
1: Yeah, so yeah. it's just and like I'm in a service industry and the the focus of my business is really good customer service so yeah. if it's checking in masks and then you add on to that vaccine Here, that's three potential yeah. confrontations before someone even gets in the shop yeah which like my cafe has survived lockdown
2: yeah fantastic
1: but this that is a thing that I think could be more costly to my business than lockdown. Yeah,
2: yeah, I I, I go higher than that. I know a lot of um, big sports arenas and things like that in the states at the moment. Yeah, uh, yep. having no passport, no entry, sort of thing. No, no vax, no entry, which is huge for a country like America, which is so
3: yeah, yeah,
2: adamant about their freedoms and their liberties and things like that. And I feel from an, a federal level of government, Scott Morrison would love to be an American politician. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's that level of scumbag to me, but that's yep. leaving my Are political you- out of it.
1: <laughs> I also just, like, it's public health is not my job. No. Like, it's not my job to make sure everyone that comes into my cafe is as healthy as they can possibly be Yeah. other than me making sure I don't give them food poisoning. That's like incorrect. that's the yeah. only public health obligation that, that I have. Yeah, I, I get that, yeah. Like it's not my job to make sure you don't get COVID in my shop. Mm. That's up to you as a person to do what yeah. you want and can do to prevent yourself from getting COVID and yeah. then beyond that it's the government's job to make sure the things that people can access to prevent that are available yeah and the latter the
2: that they do
1: it yeah well yeah it's just i don't i don't really agree too much with the full mandate thing no um i understand the necessity of having a certain population vaccinated.
2: If COVID is the killer virus that it is made out to be, and obviously results around the world have proven, once Mm. we start opening up because we've got a certain number vaccinated, the unvaccinated are going to get sick, you know, and that's that's when it's going to make the difference, you know, and that's when they're going to be like, well, I was against the vaccination until my neighbour died. You know what I mean? yeah. Like, then you're like, yes. okay, well, maybe you should have, you know. Well,
1: I think, I think part of the thing is that that will be a huge drain and have a huge impact on the public health system if a whole lot of people get sick, whether or not they're vaccinated. Which is what, which is what
2: the lockdown has been trying to avoid all along.
1: Yeah, and we live in... uh Society that doesn't turn people away from public health, which yeah. is very good, um, because then we don't end up with a Breaking Bad type
2: situation. Exactly, we've got one of the best healthcare systems in the world, regardless yeah. of people's opinions.
1: And so, while you know, a lot of people can say, "Oh, if they don't get the vaccine, then don't give them the ICU bed," like well, that's a fundamental thing in our society is that everybody has access to healthcare yeah um and so it's a really tricky position at the moment and i can i know people that are very intelligent and or very well educated people that are against the covid vaccine they're not necessarily anti-vaxxers and i think that's a distinction that a lot of people aren't making is that you can be against the covid vaccine you can be against the mandating of the covid vaccine or you can be a full anti-vaxxer yeah like there are different levels to Absolutely. absolutely and i don't think like i was just listening to another podcast and he was just talking about how if you get labeled with one thing it it gives you five other labels yeah like if someone interpreted what i just said as me being against the covid vaccine all of a sudden, I'm a, an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. When, like, I'm not. I just don't you know had, how had much it. I agree with the mandate of the vaccine.
2: Exactly, exactly, yeah.
1: So that, that makes it really tricky. And with the way we're all having to interact at the moment being just through social media, it makes it really hard to have to these share, kind of conversations to share, with people. To share an
2: opinion, share an opinion without it being misconstrued or, as you say, blown up to... Yeah. Because I said, A, I need the whole alphabet.
1: Yeah. And, like, you need to be able to actually have a conversation about it, not read a comment. Yeah. And then an hour later, someone comes back with another comment. Yeah. That's not how discourse works. Yeah, no. So I think that's making this lockdown even tougher again on people is that the the lack of interaction is having all of these effects outside of lack of social interaction.
2: Yeah. And the old saying of the keyboard warrior Yeah. We've now got people who've got 18 months of practice. Practice. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like of just being narky for the sake of entertainment more than actually believing in what they're well, typing.
1: Well, if you've watched everything on Netflix, you then go on to Facebook. Yeah. And that becomes your entertainment. Yeah. And you can mate, spend hours
2: and, and hours, the, hours on the it. New, the new TikTok trend is, you know, get drunk and say what's on your mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, not going to go well.
1: No. Okay. Yeah. And you can, like, you can spend hours and hours arguing with strangers on facebook and i've done it it wasn't yeah. about and it wasn't even anything as serious as covid yeah um it was oh, hang on series fired up because i said serious Fuck yeah. she doesn't listen to me when i wanted something done exactly yeah just butts in when i don't need it
2: I, this I wasn't had google, even i had google interrupt me last night and go did you just say google in spanish And i'm like Didn't realize there was a different version of Google for Spain. Like, isn't it the same word? Like, that's the whole point of it. But also, like,
1: your Google knows where you are.
2: It's in Australia, mate. You know where I am. You know who I am. You know everything about me. Why would I be speaking Spanish to you?
1: (laughs) Google doesn't just know your country. Google knows literally exactly where you are at every hour of every day. Yeah. So, And has probably never heard you say a Spanish word before.
2: (laughs) Not one that you can repeat anyway. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> That's
1: really weird. Yeah. So, yeah, this this lockdown is tougher for all sorts of reasons. And the longer it goes on, the bigger those reasons are becoming for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and so I think, like, one of my big things is control. And I've mentioned before in the podcast how much of a control freak I am.
2: And that... Which is why its... we get along so well, because I'm just like, I'll eh, well, go with the flow. Yeah. Whatever you yeah. need done.
1: But in a lot of ways, I'm also a go with the flow.
3: Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, but the control thing has actually really helped me with my mental health. Mm-hmm. Because... Like, I control that. I like to control the details of things, and that's the control freak part. And that's not so good. Um, I've done it a lot more with Two Drink Cinema than I have with No Pants, No Problems. And Brett will attest to that. Yeah. But we, you know, he and I work well enough together that there was one time we were having a meeting, and he just goes, Stop, you've just been a control freak. We got to work something else out. And yeah. so we work well enough together that that's okay and we can deal with it. But I think like when we were running the baseball club together, one of the things yeah. that made that so tough for me is that you and I had this vision and because of the way you and I are, I, was, I took it upon myself to be the one that controlled all the little things to make sure that happened. Yeah. Like you personified the vision and then I took it upon myself to make all the little things happen. Yeah. And that wasn't a situation where all of those things could be controlled. No. And so that's, that was one of the reasons that that time was quite challenging for me. But overall, I've gained a pretty good understanding of what I can control and what I can't. Yeah. Yeah. And when is the time to try to wrestle control of something? And when is the time not to? And I think at the moment, that's what's going to help a lot of people is acknowledging that you can't control whether or not that bloke at work, you, the company might be able to, but you can't control whether or not that bloke at work gets the vaccine. Yeah. I can't control whether the government tells me I can only serve vaccinated people. Um, and so you can only control your little world. Yeah. And, little bubble, you know, yeah. yeah, the way of doing that is to make sure that you get vaccinated and make sure you wear a mask. Mm-hmm. And so I think, I think it's a little bit of a fallback into the safety of your little bubble, which is going to be tough to come out of. Yeah. But it is that's, the thing that you can well, control.
2: That's kind of where we've been. Yeah. The whole, um, I've been in the lockdown, obviously, with everybody else, but I've worked the whole way through and my job is dealing with different people every day. So it, it hasn't really had the same effect on me. But now that our numbers are dropping off at work and I'm starting to see, you mm. know, pe- people are nervous to come into a classroom you know what i mean like the yeah they're nervous of where they're going to sit next to people or how or whether things have to be wiped down before they touch them which is not a bad thing don't get me wrong like it, being being conscious of personal hygiene or public hygiene whatever you want to call it yeah it's a lot different to being germophobic, mm, mm. which is i think where this has kind of pushed everyone to that that next level of fear. And fear is can be healthy, but this is beyond that, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, I a can definitely fear something as well. in respect of something, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. And it's it's having effect on a lot of people a lot of different ways. Um and a lot of things Are manifesting in people that they haven't got any experience with yeah like i know like people who are much more social than you and i are are suddenly isolated yeah like we've made it through this far because we're very good at being at home
2: yeah definitely
1: and we're very good at me time yeah and but there are people that are busy, very sociable people who have been isolated, essentially, for 18 months. And all there are people, you know, in business that have are used to just running their business and doing this when they want and doing that and having an idea and it goes ahead. Suddenly, their business decisions are determined by the government. Yeah. And so I think that's why... You just have to kind of lean into the fact that it's temporary, even though it's long. It doesn't feel it. Doesn't feel it no. yeah. There will be an end.
3: Yeah.
1: And you kind of have to lean into the fact that there will be an end one day, but also lean into the fact that that isn't now. Yeah. So it's, it's a balance of acceptance and control, I think, is what gonna is what's going to get... A lot of people through. Yeah. Accepting that it's going to be a while until things change, noticeably change. Noticeably change. Yeah. On it? Sunday, yeah. he might say you can go 10 kilometers yeah. instead of five. But, and that's a change, but it's not a big step back to normal. No. So it'll be a while no, till anything. I, I was 80.
2: in the mindset 18 or 12 months ago. 12, 13 months ago. Like I was ready to make some big changes in my life. I joined a gym. I was ready to do all the good things. Yeah. And then gym's closed. It opened back up for about two weeks, about a month ago. And I don't think I went because that motivation wasn't there anymore. No. You know what I'm saying? Like there's and it's it's just tough for everyone at the moment. It's just yeah, yeah we need we need to, yeah, like you say, we, the part of that we want to get the message we want to get across really is. Don't let it beat you down, I guess. Like, I'm I'm quite beaten down myself, but like you say, knowing that they is, this isn't it, they can't, yeah. this, couldn't it. this couldn't be it forever. It's not a, a, an immediate end, but we're getting closer.
1: No, and it sounds trite to mm. say, make the most of the time that you have, mm. but... It's kind of what we have to do, Mm. you know, um, I am doing, you know, I've trying to get ahead of other bits and pieces of work that I have, Um, you know, Brett and I have decided with Two Drink Cinema that in the next month, we're going to record, you know, two and a half months worth of episodes because we know once we come out of lockdown... There'll be occasionally Brett was to. like, "Oh, I'm going to go to the pub instead of Can we record, yeah. not record this week? Can we have a week off? Oh, I've got this on, or yeah, you yeah. know, whatever." So there's those things. There's catching up on the house things, which are boring as shit. Yeah, but they're the things that you can control, and they're the things that you can do. So it's just kind of accepting what you can do, what and has to be done what has to be done at the moment and getting creative. I, I said it at the very start of the whole thing, like March, April last year, Yeah. that the people that will get through it. Well, are the people who are flexible and the people who are creative. Yeah. So I lost both the hospital jobs that I was working, but then got a job in a factory. Yeah. Um,
2: On the creative side of it, this podcast has been something I look forward to every week. Just for you know, part of it's just catching up with a mate, part of it is, you know, this is something I've never tried before or an endeavor I've always thought would be a good idea. And see, to have people say, Yeah, it's actually, you know, you're doing a good job, keep going. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, it's a Good. And creative they- outlet for me as well, in, in the minimum way that it is. But it is what it is.
1: No, well, mm. it is, and mm. it's something new that's come. Like I had the idea for it, for me doing a mental health podcast uh, in 2019, and I'd actually, that. yeah, I'd actually planned to launch it in 2020, but obviously that yeah. didn't happen. Um, and so I struggled with that when the we went back into lockdown in July because yeah. I started this and I started two drink cinema when we weren't in lockdown, thinking that yeah. we'd be out of it. And I was like, yeah. right, my week's set. Monday night, state night, Tuesday night, I hang out with Brett and record two drink cinema, Wednesday night. I hang out with Jeff and record No Pants, No Problems. And then, like on my birthday, that was all taken away because <laughs> that's yeah. when we went back into lockdown. Yeah. So um, I struggled for a little bit with that, but then I did do the creative thing and you and I worked out how we can do it on zoom. Yeah. And Brett and I worked out how we can do it. And so it's not what we had intended, you know, we're not in person and we're not in the hot tub, but it's still happening and catching up on zoom is actually how Brett and I came up with the idea for Two Drink Cinema is because every Saturday night, Shane was playing his board games online with his mates. And so I had nothing to do and Brett had nothing to do. So like, oh, let's watch a movie. And we'd watch a movie and have a couple of drinks and talk. And then for 40 minutes after the movie finished, we'd talk about the movie.
2: Keep talking, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: And then... I was and then I did a couple of other things, people that I used to do with community radio with. We I wanted to do podcasting with them for ages, but we're all too busy. Yeah. And so I said, hey, we're all at home. People have already binge watched Tiger King. So they have nothing to watch. Why don't we do a couple of Facebook lives? So we did a couple of Facebook lives. Brett was on one of them. Yeah. And that's how the idea for Two Drink Cinema came about. So I guess just my advice, and I know people are probably sick of hearing advice about how to get through lockdown.
3: No, not really, man. I think it's
1: still relevant. I think it's a, like you have. Like to... I said, I've
2: I've gotten through it to this point, fine, and now I need advice too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm I'm at the point now where I'm like, this is going to end, right? Like <laughs> we are gonna... yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It will. Yeah, and I think, I think my big advice is the lean into it. Yeah. You have time now. Motivation is at an all-time low for everyone at the moment. Yeah. But you have the time. And I think if you just take the time that you need to accept the current situation, and then this could be... The time you take to analyze whether or not you're on the right career path. Yeah. It could be the time to analyze whether or not your social situation is what you want I it mean, to
2: be. Return, return um, to
1: it yeah. It could be a time to think about whether or not you're living in the right suburb, whether or not your things, are, whether or not your hobbies are what you want them to be. Mm. And I just happened to think of those four examples because that's what I've done the last 18 months. <laughs> and so there's the opportunity, I think, to come out of this with a better self-awareness because there you go, uh, everyone who had self-awareness on their bingo card for this week can <laughs> uh, that one off. Um, yeah, it's a good time to do that, yeah. if nothing else. It's a good time. Like the first six months of lockdown last year was like, oh, okay, I can stop. Yeah. Because the year before that, I'd been working 80 hour weeks. Yeah. And still fitting in the social oh, and the stuff. Yeah, yeah. Other things. So it's, we're obviously well past that point, most of us. Yeah. But there could be someone in your kind of situation or, for example, construction workers are still at 25% on site, so there will be a lot of part-time tradies. So it's a time to use time, which is not something we often get given.
2: I think it was funny. when in, In the start of the first lockdown, it was like, if we're going to be locked down for six months and you don't come out of lockdown with that gym body that you always wanted. Yeah. Learned, learned how to play guitar or do all these other things that you've always said you didn't have time for. It wasn't a lack of time that was the problem. Like this is pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I've sat down with the guitar half a dozen times over this last 18 months and just gone like, I really want to know how to do this, but I'm really bad at it. Yeah. So I won't do it, so I won't do it now. I'll do it later. And then it's not a case of if you want to be good at it, I could have you know, I would have picked it up by now if I hadn't yeah. stuck at it. Yeah. It's not a, it's, yeah, it's the motivation. Well, and is and
1: that's a learning as well. Like, yeah. you know, a lot of people are like, Oh, I'd love to be, you know, ripped. I'd love to have a you know, great body. I'd love to lose 10 kilos. If you haven't, then there, it's possibly that you're not really that committed to it. But <laughs> that being said,
2: the reason these there's not a hundred thousand ripped people in the world is because it's freaking hard. It is hard. And it takes commitment. It takes that changing of everything in your life to get to that point. It's, there's no there's a reason not everyone can play guitar. It's a it's a it's a skill that takes yep. commitment and time to learn. It's a reason yep. people aren't all you know great computer programmers, all these things that you our listeners may be good at the one thing you're good at is something that you put time and effort into. Yeah, Lee and I have the passion for mental health. That's why we've got this podcast because it's something we've put time into trying to learn and how to better ourselves and how to pass on that knowledge is what our passion is. It's just freaking hard overall for... Yeah. You know, there's a really, social skills aren't taught. They're learnt. That's another skill. You know what I'm saying? There's The, the skills that people aspire to take commitment and time and yeah i don't have certain skills but some i've really i'm proud of that i do have
1: yeah and they've taken time and you haven't given time to other things that aren't necessarily priorities yeah and so yeah there's that that's a whole another thing you know prioritizing what you want to spend your time on and at the moment surviving is enough for a lot of people which is fine i
3: was
2: to, I'll be honest like my biggest hobby at the moment is sleep yeah i'm so exhausted from all of this that anytime i've got some spare time i'm not like hey i'm just going to go for a run i'm going to do 50 sit ups i'm like i'm just going to go lay down for a bit yeah it's fine <laughs> it's and a lot of, the of people as well but you know like it's yeah but a lot yeah. of
1: people are like that at the moment is they've never really been in a situation where there's been this constant stress hanging over them. And so a lot of people are just in survival mode and that's very hard to break and very hard then to find the motivation to break it. And I think coming out of this, that's going to be a challenge for a lot of people as well is getting out of that survival mode And it'll come back to what you said before um, or what we talked about before is that things are going to seem new again yeah. and things that we haven't done for 18 months are suddenly going to be really anxious things or anxiety-riddled things. Yeah, definitely. Um, Like I remember in one of the middle things last year, I hope Trish doesn't mind me saying, we just went and had pizza in a park which is like a totally fine thing to do yeah yeah but like trish was super anxious about it yeah and like we're the best people in the world shane and i Yeah. but because it was something that hadn't been done and at this point it was only like eight months out of lockdown yeah
3: yeah
1: um it was even harder because it was something that hadn't been done and...
2: and the funny thing about that was she was still working at that time and now yeah. that she's not working at all she doesn't leave the house like yeah i i got home early from work today so she went out and ran some errands like don't get me wrong she's not you know, under the cupboard with a knife you know <laughs> poking mm-hmm. at the air she does get out and about but the idea of going to a sporting event or to a, a friend's house that there's a, a house party with, you know, more than five people that scares the crap out of us.
1: Yeah. But I think for a lot of people, it's even just going to someone's house for dinner is going to be, yeah, definitely awkward um, and a cause of anxiety um,
2: because remembering, remembering how to socialize and how to talk to people.
1: Yeah. But also, that's a, that's message. Like, do we shake hands? Are we hugging? Is the other person feeling okay with shaking hands or hugging Mm -hmm. or, you know, what's the deal with whatever's going on? It's just going to be so tough. And so we have to kind of acknowledge that. And I think that's going to be a thing that we have to acknowledge in other people when we work our way out of this. Yeah, you um, can't
2: run up and hug someone because that's what you used to do. You don't know where their head's at after 18 months.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah. And, it, you know, again, I'm trying to positive spin everything. <laughs> Sorry, it's, I'm a bit flat. I'm a bit flat. No, no, it's yeah, it's yeah. a flat time. Yeah. And, you know, it's the life coach leaning of me that's yeah, putting definitely. the positive spin on it. It's the opportunity, again, that's an opportunity to set some new boundaries. Yeah. If you thought, you know, the time that you spent with people pre all of this, Mm -hmm. maybe they weren't the people that you wanted to spend the time with. Yeah. Like the every Thursday night or every Sunday brunch group wasn't, you're like, now, well, that was kind of a waste of two hours every Sunday morning. I do not really like those bitches. Um, <laughs> then when you come out of it, you just go, you just connect with different people. Yeah. Like I know now the people that I want to connect with when I get out of lockdown. Yeah. Um, and for my birthday, I had plans with those people that got yes. thrown away. Yeah. Um, but it's made me... Realize and it's given me the time to realize the people that I want to connect with and the connections that I was trying to foster that weren't that either weren't valuable to me or weren't what I wanted, really wanted. I get you. Um, and so that's a positive that I've taken out of the last 18 months. Yeah. So it is a tough time for everyone. And obviously listeners will now know how the toll it's taking on you, Jeff.
2: Yeah, I do apologize.
1: No. And that's even with a week off. So, yeah. and I think, I think that's part of what we're doing is yeah. that we're not putting on the front in order to host a podcast. No. Definitely and people not. are, People aren't going to listen and go, oh, how the fuck is Jeff so happy? I'm like, well, he's not. Yeah. And at a lot of different times, like I happened to be like, I'm up tonight. You're up,
2: you're up today. I've been up in the
1: past. Whereas last Wednesday, when we were meant to record, you were a bit sick and I was a bit flat. So when mm. you said week off, I'm like, oh, thank you. Yes, I think I can yeah. week <laughs> off. Whereas I'm up and you're a bit flat. And then who knows yeah. what it will be next week because exactly. that's the way our cycles go. So listeners, you can identify with either one of us tonight really? <laughs> or this, this morning whenever you're listening to us. Yes. Um or you could identify somewhere in the middle. Uh but hopefully there's you hopefully there's a way you can take a positive out of the current situation. Yeah. um as always our inboxes are open uh jeff and my personally and the in the podcast's inbox yeah. we don't have a social media manager so it's going to be one of us that reads that message anyway yeah. <laughs> so, <most> yeah. <laughs> uh, feel free to get in touch um if you want to have a chat if you want to hire me as a life coach even though i'm unqualified go for it message yeah. <laughs>
2: Done.
1: What do I you? Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> um you give me plenty, mate. Oh, yeah. Thanks for your chat this evening, Jeff. Thank you, bud. Uh, we'll be back next week.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of No Pants No Problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter. At No Pants Pod. If you or someone you know needs support around their mental health, there are many support services available. Check the show notes for links. This episode is produced by Odd Socks Entertainment, music composed by Shane Cole Hayhow and introduced by Matt Pankhurst. Bye for now.